welcome to my podcast which is all about changing your business and money reality this is your master money coach dr gaurav dekha and you are money hello my friends how have you all been so i've come to you with a fresh new episode episode 61 and once again this is a dual guest episode like uh, we've been doing guest episode for quite a while now i think the last two episodes were also guest episode and even this in this one we have someone from inside atips her name is anu dogra and she happens to be a self improvement coach and she uses all kinds of modalities from healing to tarot to astrology to help her clients and she's here for a special reason today and i mean you will get to know what the reason is but before that let's welcome anu anu welcome to the podcast you are money hi gaurav thank you for inviting me uh, from following you you are money to now being part of it it's been a journey thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll talk about the journey uh, shortly so anu uh, one of the most fascinating things that i got to know when you came into ateps and i remember that you came in in december was that you already were in such a high paid position right so you were already working as a head of marketing and um you were already making 4 to 5 lakhs in a month right yeah tell us a little about that life because so many people you know the reason i'm asking you about uh, to talk about that life is so many people who come from corporate structures and organizations and jobs and that profession and they do make good amount of money but when they enter the world of coaching by for whatever reason they have come there is always an expectation that this is my first year in coaching and i should be making that amount of money that i made in my 5th year 6th year 7th year 8th year that i was in my corporate and then it creates a kind of dissonance inside their head that why is this happening why am i not making money so we have to first of all look at the reason why i made the switch right so mm-hmm. let's look at the reason and let's look at that life how that life was the previous life where you had a job and a high paying one yep so uh, yes it was a very safe and comfortable job from money point of view there was an assurity there was so much freedom to spend as much as i want because every month that amount was coming in no thoughts about where i'm going to spend how much nothing so i was kind of in a financial abundance but other than that if i look talk about my daily life you know daily checking in into the office getting ready for it finding an uber reaching or everything else was a stress point for me it was place where i felt i was dragging myself into mm-hmm. though i thought i could find books you know to keep me hooked there first is money second is the status Yeah. Third is where people look up to you, and you know the credibility you have among your family members, among society. You have a status to that. Yeah. And of course, love for marketing because that is something I genuinely loved and still love. Yeah. But other than that, the things which involve you know stakeholder management, talking to people about so many things, that was I think something. Sorry, where I was pushing myself. Mm. It was beyond my bandwidth. It was a place which I did not enjoy doing. Yeah. and i was kind of at the point of exhaustion that i cannot do it anymore through pushing or through pulling myself for the love of money so it was actually beyond money the things yeah. which 
told me that I I cannot continue this longer. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that I also want to point out for people because you know one of the things is you don't get to live a life that you want to live. Like it's not a desired life, and your nervous system is stretched beyond limits. So Anu, please tell us how um, you know being in that life, and then you actually ended up finding um, the world of coaching. You know how how was that arc set in motion of you being there and arriving in a decision that I no longer want to do this. You know the kind of challenges you faced when you said that. I mean, you thought that you wouldn't do this anymore, and then finding the world of coaching. How did that happen? So, uh, from being in the office and yearning to see the sunrise, to see the sunset, mm-hmm. um, trying to find a desk which is close to the window. You know, all this would occupy my mind more than the work. Frankly speaking, so from there, when COVID came and there was work from home. And from my workstation at home, I could see the garden outside. And I would be sitting at 7 p.m. in a global call and thinking, why am I here? I want to be out there. I want that freedom. So, and then health issues also started cropping up. You know, the triggers, when we don't listen to our heart, then things, uh, life makes sure that you listen to what you're supposed to listen. So then I eventually dropped the idea. I said, okay, after 10 years, I deserve a break. And let me take this pause. I learned about the sacred pause later, but that was... The moment of me taking a pause, okay, let me live first, take care of my health first yeah, and see what I can do. So for a year, I was in that stage where I was working on myself, honing my skills. And I was always in this question of um, not from where I can make money because that was so easy. Take up a job in a metro and go there and I can today start minting money. But the question was, what skills can I offer to the world? Which is mm. so authentic to me that it wouldn't mean even an ounce of push. I will be paid for just who I am. I would be loved for just who I am. Mm. And then I think uh, I came across ATIPS. So two, three things happened parallelly. I logged yeah. into Axology course. I made the daring decision to invest into ATIPS from my savings, yeah. which yeah. I was already you know, diving into uh, using my savings from last one and a half, two years without salary. And uh, the decision to start gratitude program because that was the first feeling that felt okay this is what I'm and anyone is doing mm. daily let me open it to public so yeah, in mm. December I invested like about 2.2 lakhs I think in ATIPS that time mm. yeah. and uh, 2.5 lakhs and made 2.2k like right. 2200 from the first gratitude program that I started so that yeah. was my December balance sheet if you can say <laughs> yeah yeah I, I we will come to that I just want to like uh you know also like have a conversation with you where my strategy and my idea around making money is it gets to be simple and it gets to be easy. And I have no sort of psycho fancy around the fact that it should only come through some kind of, you know, hard work. Right. Mm -hmm. So I really love people who choose to live a life that can bring them ease and simplicity and pleasantness and comfort against a life where you know uh, you are sort of propelled and pushed to do a lot of hard work that very masculine patriarchal idea of you know um, go hard or go home you know that sort of thing no pain no gain right so I also want to tell uh, you know I want you to tell the world um, maybe there are a lot of people who are struggling at this moment 
that when you come from a space of hustle, which you, of course, were, you know, like working so many hours and sitting at 7 p.m. for a global call and wondering if you could be out, if you could have the sunlight, the forest, the trees, and then sinking into a life where things are on your own terms, which means you get to make it easy. How does one begin to cope with an overcharged nervous system to now deciding what to do and like taking it slow? How do you like deal with the withdrawals that actually come because it was such a high sort of adrenaline rushy, uh, yes. you know, life for you to come into a life which is, of course, comparatively way slower, right? How did you manage that? So initially, it was more of uh, gently getting into the passive state. Like I started loving going out for walks, being around the lake, and actually, for many months, I just did nothing. I had a small baby with me, so of course that occupied yeah. my time. But yeah. other than that, I enjoyed being in that feminine state of just receiving. Me not yeah. worrying about finances, let someone else take care about it. Me just being at home, doing yeah. things with nature, with kid, taking care of my health. So these were the things which occupied my time. And I think for a long time, I was in this uh, state of just receiving, receiving, hmm. refilling up myself. Yes, yeah. after a while, after eight, nine months came a time where I thought, okay, what am I going to do? You know, again, that need to do something, okay. show up in the world. Yeah. Once the baby turned around a year, year and a half old, then I thought, okay, now what? So then this question of what skills can I offer to the world? Because I wanted to interact with the world. Yeah. I didn't want to live into in this state of complete receiving and away from everyone, mm. no interaction kind of space. Uh, so that's when the question started coming. Oh, what can I do for the world? Yeah. Then I had some bandwidth to do that. Yeah. yeah. So from high adrenaline to very passive, very, very passive state of just receiving, just being, just existing, nothing else. I was just an Udogra sitting at home and doing everything that I love. And then now gradually I started, you know, coming up, resurfacing into the world. Yeah. Connecting with people. Yeah. Because you talked about, you know, investing in ATEX for, for like two and a half lakh in December and then making 2.2k and then gradually you went up and we will talk about that but I want to touch on this Anu that this is also true for so many people as I said in the very beginning of the episode that uh, people you know again they are making a certain amount of money in a corporate job and then they plunge into the world of coaching and they expect that they would make that amount of money right in the first year or the first month right of course, that is simply because there is a dissonance that comes in, you know, like I made so much amount of money and here, you know, is it going to work out? You know, will I get clients? Will I make the money that I was already making? What am I doing with my career? Did you face similar challenges like that, like in your mind? And did your brain give you these kind of sentences? And if so, how did you deal with, with them? So the thought with which I took a plan was I knew how much savings I had. We yeah. are living in countryside. So I just calculated that um, worst case, I can survive on my savings for two years. Yeah. And if I still scrimp maybe three to four years, I can do that. So that that plan I had. And I was so sure of myself that, okay, uh, within one, one and a half year, two years, definitely I'll be able to come up with something hmm. that will give me the financial. So surprisingly, and you know, that's what surprised everyone, even my friends, that how can you be so financially rich in your mindset? Yeah, You're not yeah. wondering about, you know, what will I do? Where will the money come? For kids, where will the money come? After 40 years, where will the money? Nothing like that. I just have confidence on myself. That right. I am brilliant enough to 
figure out something in one and a half two years. So let me yeah. give that pause to myself and kuch na kuch I will figure out. How can I not figure out? But I, I also what. want to ask you, Anu, like what is your opinion on the fact that some human beings have that sort of switch inside them that they know that I will figure it out and some some of them don't. Like why does that happen according to you? Like you had it even without the fact that you did not have an evidence of it in your outside world and you simply relied on the belief that i'll just make the money somehow i'm going to make the money and because you relied on that belief evidence kept showing up in your reality which is what we also learn in atps that you have to believe in, in it first and then the evidence is going to show up why do you think some people have it and some people don't have it I think that uh, abundance mindset came from the fact that I've always been so grateful in my life for mm. the things around me. Like I was so, so, so thankful for that one walk around the lake. And I know that it is precious. It's priceless. No yeah. money in the world could have bought that. Uh, impromptu having a massage, like calling a massage lady and choosing it at maybe 1 p.m. That okay, 3 p.m. come. You know, all this was, it felt like riches to me without money. These were the riches. Uh, in the morning, I can easily have breakfast and at 11 a.m. start something of yeah. my own. Start. Yeah. I was focused on health, for example. So anytime I would focus on doing my walks, the liberty to do that because I've come mm. from a place where you have to, you know, uh, come into the office at 9 a.m. and, you know, put that thumbprint. Then you have calls and calls. Your time is yeah. all ruled by everyone else. So I felt already rich by this fact that what, whatever I'm getting, even on countryside, living in an old house is more mm. than enough. I did not have liabilities. That also is one point. I didn't have any loan, like, you know, the recurring uh, payment, which I had to do every month. Yeah. So I was, I think that also added to it. That I chose to leave liability free uh, instead of getting into that mad rush of, I should own a house and mm. take a loan and then, you know, buying myself into 10, 15 years of doing that. Whatever I do, I do with my own cash. And I love the freedom of doing that. Even for coaching, I play, pay like in one go. Exactly. Exactly. In, that is in such fact, a pressure. You just pay, you just paid in full, despite the fact that you know at that time you didn't have a job. You were experimenting with your coaching career, and then you had savings. I remember having the conversation, even on phone, and you just paid in full. And that's the that actually goes to show what you would be creating later in your business. You know that is a huge marker. That first step, and. And this is also something I want to highlight that you really could have chosen to invest in so many other things like like a house, right? Or moving into another city to get another job that could have paid you more, but maybe not in this particular corporate setup. Like a lot of people would do that. But then you chose a life where you deliberately wanted to sort of make sure that this is going to be easy and it gets to be simple. And I get to have all the pleasantries like a massage, like a walk by the lake, right? And I'm going to make time for myself. And people get so um, caught up in the word busy in the sense that somehow busyness almost feels like a currency. And it feels as if the busier I am, the better I am, the more productive I am, and perhaps the more money I'm making and maybe I have more status. And... I think I heard this thing in a, in one of the podcasts by one of my coaches and it blew my mind how, you know, she is a multi, multi, multi-million dollar owner and she makes sure that she goes on a walk, on a, on a hike. And I started doing this in the winters, last winter, wherein, you know, uh, I remember talking to you over a consultation call 
it, while taking a walk in the park. And I do that here in Delhi. Um, and I make sure that I do go out for that walk. So I'm, I want to ask you that um, when people view us as, why are you not working? Why are you not like making this amount of money? Or, um, you know, what's wrong with you? You know, you are such a hardworking person. Like, why are you just laying back? You know, did you have to face those kind of questions at all from anyone? Um, from my mom. I think that's <laughs> Because uh, friends definitely admired the courage I had because somewhere everyone yeah. wants that. So, uh, they, but still, you know, in parallel, they're busy buying flats here and there with loans. Yeah. But they admired, like, how can you do this and how can you just leave? Yeah. Though they're as richer or maybe they have much more bank balance. Like, yeah. But, but for my mom, it was... Did, did, did you study all this? You know, I'm in the world and MBA for this. Like, <laughs> I know, same. This is what you wanted to be the housewife like me. Uh, you know, fin have financial stability is very important for a woman to have her own finances. Uh, it is, I think, coming from her own trauma and the yeah. experience she had had. Yeah. So, uh, I think that was the one question that I had to evade. I said, even when I had nothing, like, I'm doing something. Yes, yes, I have projects. Yes, I'm doing something. Um, yeah. So, I think that's the only place from where the question came. And yes, I think uh, relatives have this question in their mind, but they never mm. asked. They still wonder yeah. that you have left such a high paying job and you could have been doing so much more. But no one asks on this. Just my mom was the one. Yeah. Proving it is also this work. mindset, no, that it is only through action that you will be able to achieve uh, what you are setting out to achieve. Like in my case, what happens is the, uh, the more I scale my business, the more I realize that there is less to do. And I can actually achieve with doing less. And then the conflict happens in the brain that, but you are supposed to do more because that's what you have been conditioned as a child, that you can only achieve and have more by doing more, right? But the nature of business is such that you actually get to simplify it more and more, cut out things more and more and uh, make it like easier and easier for yourself. And I think anyone who does that, including you, Anu, is an exception to the world, is an exception to society. And it's very difficult to explain it to the world unless you come in front of them as an example who has created the resources, the abundance, the wealth, the achievement by being in the state of ease. And I think you are one of the like profound examples of that. So- I would also like to add one thing that is yeah, yeah. this fake business. Uh, there's such a desire to create that. I didn't want to create a fake business. Yeah. So like today, uh, I am busy. I have so much, you know, pending client engagements pending. But I wake up. I wake up at 3.21, 3.40. And I just want to go and sit and make charts and do astrology. Like, you know, start reading their charts. It, it doesn't make me sleep. In the morning now, even before work, I want to start working. Yeah. And that's the kind of, I'm amazed at this passion. Joy. I the joy. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and today only my friend pinged me and she said, Congratulations, and she said your passion is so visible. And how did you know? She's sitting in US, don't even talk. She's yeah. so visible from your posts, your stories that you are loving, loving it. So it's, it's visible. When it's there, it's visible. And fake business doesn't leave you anywhere. Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. And that brings us to being inside ATS. So I want you to tell the world how what changed by being inside ATS. I know you found it through you found it through podcast or something, right? 
Yes, I think I saw it on someone's story and then the podcast and then, yes. Yeah. Then I could... And so we want to know how did you decide to first of all get inside and what changed as a result of all of these months being inside ATEPS now? So I think the first thing was I loved your energy and uh, I think no one around us talks about money the way you do or they don't even talk. I still mm-hmm. feel hesitant in sharing the number that I'm doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I love the new way of thinking about money. Yes, I was financially like, you know, I had this abundance mindset, but to convert it into money as an energy and, you know, always see my uh, bank account at a certain level, I was used Mm. to that. So when I saw my savings dwindling or, you know, going down and down, I definitely wanted to, like, I never had shame in earning money. Yeah. So I wanted to again bring it back up, but approach it with a new mindset. Otherwise, the uh, current mindset said, take a job and you will get it. Like, if I like someone to start earning right now, but what if I want to do in a new way? So yeah. that's what attracted me towards ATIPS. And of course, the community, again, it's not just by following one person, it's by mm. interacting with like minded people that yeah. the energy and passion stays up. Yeah, that's yeah. What I, I think the like. group matters a lot because we all are like vibrating at that same level of. Mm-hmm. Um, of different kinds of beliefs, but all beliefs coming together and going towards the fact that it's possible mm-hmm. to make money with ease, with lightness, you know? Yeah. Uh, the thing that I wanted to ask you was um, when you said that you were making less amount of money in the beginning and then slowly, slowly, as you are scaling, as you are growing, you know, I this entrepreneur Anu is definitely different from the head of marketing Anu because the entrepreneur Anu makes decision not only in her own business, but also in her own life, right? When to have the cup of tea, when to wake up, when to go for a massage, when to go for a nap, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to bring these two together where um, what do you have to tell about entrepreneur women who choose this life and they begin with making money, which may feel in the beginning like a smaller amount of money. But then as they keep choosing more and more and deciding more and more, it changes for them. So what might you have as a message, as a suggestion, as an advice to all the women choosing entrepreneurship at a stage in their life where a major portion of their life was like given away or you know left out? And they just quit that previous life and entered a completely new life. So I would like to say that first, be very clear on the why. That why you cho- you took that decision. Hmm. Because whenever I had the thought of, you know, momentary thought of joining back, or a very lucrative offer comes up, consulted to yeah. say, this is what you get and all those things, right? So earlier I used to use these things to numb my brain down, except something which I knew I wouldn't like in long run. So this time, I would always remind myself, okay, I know you can go back, but this is what you're get, you know, getting into. Are you okay with that? So remember your why, why you quit it. Second is, life is very big. One, two years is nothing. It's like a blip. So always remember that one, two years will fly by, but you, what you will gain in that while you are choosing yourself every day, day in, day out, the kind of mother you will become, the kind of wife, or the kind of new person in the society you will become, that is much more valuable than those one, two years of experiment that you're yeah. putting in. Like yeah. I know anytime I can go back to the job, but these two years have changed me and they were worth taking the risk. 
why not now? Like, you know, I'm 35, 36. This is the right time to take the risk. Do I want to wait till 50, 60 to take the risk? No, I think this is the right time. Like 30s Absolutely. is the right time to take the risk. Absolutely. It's so, like this. so, Anu, when you, now that you are in this whole journey and I mean, six, more than six months into ATEPS, I want to know what has been your number one biggest breakthrough so far and uh, not only in terms of money, but personal breakthrough as well, business mm -hmm. breakthrough maybe. And the other thing that I want to know is what kind of glass ceilings have you broken in terms of knowing that, thinking that this is the amount of money that I would make, but then you broke that glass ceiling, you know? Yeah. So um, I think the first thing I've learned from ATEPS is to be compassionate. First for myself, be compassionate, forgive myself more and more. And then I'm able to hold the same for the client as well. Hmm. So hmm. when I'm looking at their higher version, in parallel, I learn how to look at my higher version. And yeah, you recently so wrote about it, right? That you, yes, know, yes. you were willing to believe in the client's capacity to pay even when they may not be in that state. And then because you kept on believing, 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 it, mm -hmm. it happened, right? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Otherwise, we are uh, trained to look at everything as, you know, money mongering. Like, you know, uh, everyone you you see a person and you see money like that's the trap in which many coaches and many entrepreneurs can fall into mm. that they forget the objective and they start looking at everyone as client number one this much money client number two this much money and run by the balance sheet yeah. so that is where I think it is a constant reminder to me that focus on the higher self uh, you know that's where the real coaching comes in and yeah. not a coaching just for the sake of money, money. Yeah. Um, second uh, I think is how to process my thoughts because no one teaches you again how to structure your thoughts, how thoughts matter. You know, meditation is become a thoughtless, but what if I can use my existing thoughts to my benefit? Because yeah. if mind is a machine I own, then why not use it to my benefit? No one teaches us that. I think I've never been taught about it anywhere. So I love that model that we learned here and how to you know mold my thoughts as for the result that I want. Yeah, how and to create intentional think thinking process. Yeah. Yes. And what I've learned in ATEPS is that any circumstance is just a circumstance. It, it is applicable so much in my real life as well. But yeah. now I can differentiate that it's not a big deal. It's just a fact. Just mm. a fact. If anything else goes wrong in the house, it's just a fact. It's up to me how to deal with yeah. it. So all these learnings are very handy. And uh, I've become okay with accepting myself as a failure. like Because I always had this fear of failure. So I would mm. try to over-perfect things or not take risks. But I think here I learned that what if it's okay to fail? It's okay, yeah. like I, it doesn't matter to me as a human being. So yeah, I just learn and move on. Yeah. That the unlearning is happening. A lot of unlearning is happening and mm. new things are happening. So that's mm -hmm. what I think ATIPS has provided to me. Uh, like I said, when I entered coaching, I did not have a money target as such in my mind, though it yeah. would be lovely to cross you know, what I was earning before. But I started with two point, like I had a very humbling start, like two people, yeah, of course. 1100, 2.2k. I was like, yes, even in that, I felt so happy because I was being paid for who I am. Exactly. That was like the biggest yeah. thing for me. And gradually, I think that's uh, the biggest kind of joy, you know, when you, especially when you come from like a, because I, I came from being a medical doctor and, you know, I, then I became an entrepreneur. And then initially when I started making money, that small amount of money made so much of difference and it brought so much of joy because it's a very different thing to be an entrepreneur where you are getting paid 
for your brain and you are the one running that business you know you are the one who is signing up that client it's not you are not just getting paid from an organization it's a very different feeling altogether yeah and uh, after that i think for two three months i was not connected actively with natives so there was hardly any money also flowing because you know i was still in that chaotic form within yeah. what am i supposed to do because i have so many talents so i think we connected also that that's the yes. confusion i'm having how to package it and then when i again connected with natives community started uh, attending the calls i think i made around 28000 in a month Then mm. we had this two lakh in two weeks uh, challenge. Yeah, we had a challenge. Made, two lakhs in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I made then twenty eight thousand in two weeks. Uh, then the next month, I think I made uh, in June twenty eight thousand in one day. I think this figure yeah. is consistent with me. And I uh, made around a lakh in fifteen days. And then again, wow. because it was uh, too high activity for me, because when the clients start coming, they just come towards me. Yeah. So I had to take a pause and again go into that sacred pause for a month. And recently, I just made like about a lakh in two to three days. So amazing, amazing! It's like every month, I'm <laughs> it's just like pouring. Up. <laughs> I'm doing it, just yeah. uh, scaling up. Yeah, and that's a beautiful feeling to have when. And now, when I compare it with job, you know, I would just calculate it. Okay, I'm being paid fifteen thousand a day to slog, to compromise on my freedom, to compromise on everything, and build my life around it. But here, now it feels wonderful. Yeah, that's because true. at the end of the day. it is about freedom i mean i was just making a reel and i was saying that when people ask me are you in it for the money and i would say yeah i am in it for the money because if i am in it for the money then i can actually inspire people to desire the money and they can be in it for the money that doesn't mean that you will have to toil you have to struggle you have to do like quote unquote hard work and basically hard work is a thought which is something that you don't want to do but you are compelled to do you know that's hard work like you getting up at 3:20 in the morning and preparing astrology charts for people doesn't feel hard work even though for someone oh my god i cannot wake up at 3 in the night you know like i haven't seen 3 in the night but when the joy is present it is no longer hard work and then you get paid for that right so recently we also um published this new course um and inside atips uh, called loving the selling game and a lot of people think that you know i am teaching there a lot of funnels and methods and marketing there and all i'm teaching is how selling is actually inside game and it is at the end of the day the energy because of which one sells right yeah so yeah. i also want to know your perspective and now the clients are flowing in and like you got to make lacks in 2 3 days nothing truly has changed except for the fact that something has changed inside how do you logicalize this for normal people out there you know watching this interview that this is an inside game you know i have done it how do you how do you show that how do you logicalize that <laughs> uh, i think i was slowly getting hints of that because yesterday like yesterday only the client said that she had actually gone to another Um, you know, counterpart of mine, same knowledge the other person also has, but she didn't feel the vibe with her, and she came to me. So that was such a beautiful thing that people are getting attracted not just for this astrology knowledge that I'm giving to them, but it's also for the vibe. They're looking for a vibe match. Because of you, because yes. of you, yeah. So what bigger proof can it be that it's the energy which is pulling people, and yeah. not anything that I'm putting out in terms of stories or logistics or you know this is what you'll get this PDF that PDF nothing they're just coming for the energy 
Yeah. Uh, I'm also becoming slowly okay. You know, this is what I'm learning in native as well. Like selling is fine. Putting myself out is fine. Uh, six months back, it was such a major hurdle. I wouldn't even put it on my personal profile. I wouldn't even talk to my neighbor next door that this is what I do. And now yeah. half of the conversation is about that. You know, when someone comes to visit me, of course, they are curious what I'm doing. And I simply I tell the prices also, you know, 10,000 for an hour and this and that. I don't care if it's shocking for them. This is my reality and I love doing it and I love putting it out for people. Uh, that's it because I love, you know, when you're in love, you love talking about that person. That's so exactly. true. Exactly. It's like, it's like having a child or, you know, meeting a new, um, you know, girlfriend or a boyfriend who, about which whom you want to talk about in the whole world. So this brings me to this, I mean, al almost like last question is if a new coach comes to you, Anu, who, um, says how do i find clients where do i find them um how do you sign up people and how do you make offers what will be your simplest suggestion because these are questions i get bombarded with every single day you know i think the first thing that i would try to look at is have they actually recovered from where they're trying to enter the coaching game because um if they have not worked on themselves, how is their energy? Or are they just coming from one lakh to another lakh? Mm. Because again, if you're just in the uh, situation of how do I get clients, how do I get money, then you are just uh, filling that same void through a yeah. different way. So I would rather have to, you know, want them to take some pause, reflect back, lean into themselves, mm. figure out what they really want, why they want it, what are the other things that they love doing. I would talk yeah. about everything else apart from coaching because are you actually living a life which you enjoy? And yeah. you can do that right now, even without clients, even without money. And from that energy that people, because that's what people will see in your face, even if you don't write anything. Yeah. And that will attract them more than just, you know, and, and second is definitely start showing up, showing up as a true authentic self. Uh, whoever you are I think that's the part people to... like have a lot of confusion because they get very confused about how do I make the offer what do I actually write uh, what do I say and I say you know you just talk like a human being and tell them you can help them right and they are unable to accept the simplicity of that comment you know but I I think I write <laughs> hundred stories a day like so many stories because I love talking but I rarely make posts like, yeah. I think two weeks I make one post or my last post must be like four weeks old yeah. My profile is dead in that way if someone comes and looks at it. But yeah. stories, every hour I'm talking about whatever comes in my mind, I'm talking, sharing. Yeah. Sometimes it's definitely about my, uh, you know, what offer I can make. But it's also about the, the way I see the world. And that's what mm. people love, my point of view, which I've come to recognize. Yeah. And um, my, you know, selling is just one of the 10 things that I do. I love talking to them and uh, that's how they sense the energy as well. If I every day just put a And that post, automatically brings in people because you are yeah. constantly expressing, you know, you, you are just let, you know, opening the faucet and letting it out, you know? Yes. So they get to know who are because ultimately in the client session, that is who they're going to meet. So mm -hmm. all those things help them understand who I am and they can check if it matches their vibe and then they come to me. They're respective yeah. of what's the price, what's the offering, they just come. Because yeah. they want to take that energy. When I started group coaching, one girl, she was like, I couldn't afford, but I'm so happy that I will get a continuous connect with you. Yeah. That, you know, I, do, I don't have the money for one-on-one, -on -one, but group coaching, thank you for opening it up. Like She was the first one to sign up because she had taken one personal session and she said, I wanted to be in your energy like forever. So thank yeah. you for opening this up. So I think it's the energy again, which people seek, not the knowledge per se.
Absolutely. I mean, I cannot stress this enough. And I think all the audience has a proof in front of them in the form of Anu here. Uh, I think the last question I had for you, Anu, is um, uh, for people have this notion that if they haven't started coaching or they are new coaches or uh, they have just begun the journey, um, they should not be investing on uh, a coaching program that teaches them the business because they are hell-bent on learning the skills, right? And I tell them that you already have the skills and you can concurrently learn the skills if you want to. But first, you have to learn the business part of it, which is mostly about how, what kind of thoughts and feelings you can have, right? To be, to, to do the business that you want to do, right? What would be your suggestion to all the new coaches, coaches who haven't started their journey, coaches who are contemplating that they will start their journey? Why should they invest on their brain in a program like ATEPS where they get to learn the business part of it? So a uh, perfect analogy, I think, is it's like when you learn the uh, business coaching, you know, when you work on yourself, it's like expanding the vessel. Skills are like water. You can fill it. But right now, if your vessel is narrow, yeah. whatever skill you're adding is going to overflow. So what are you doing to expand your vessel, to make the vessel bigger? And then, yes, you can learn new skills. Second is, if uh, we feel that as authentic we are, it is enough. Mm. So first, I need to know how to present that to the world instead yeah. of feeling insufficient and then adding more skills and more skills, but not knowing how to show them. Mm. So when I had that astrology consultation for myself, I got the validation that whatever innate intuitive psychological abilities I have are more than enough. I don't need to go for a psychology degree for that. Yeah. Second step for me was, okay, how do I showcase it to the world? And that's, that's where it escaped. So expand your vessel and you can keep on filling the water forever in your life. But um, without expanding, you won't be able to retain it. Yeah, I think that's where the nervous system work and, and, and the capacity also sort of comes in. This is, I, I mean, uh, the most amazing analogy and the simplest one one could like ever give and understand. So Anu, how do people find you? What are your current offers that you are giving? And how can people like reach out to you? Okay, so uh, my page is known as Arise In Now. Like A-R-I-S-E-I-N-N-O-W. Yes, yeah. Arise In Now. Uh, I've started giving out astrology, Western astrology consultations. So that is a 60-minute consultation where we, you know, even you will have the recording and we can figure out on whose specific yeah. issue with overall as well. I do tarot. So tarot, not just the reading, because I think reading just leaves people in halfway. Okay, what do they make out of it? So it is always a tarot reading plus healing, um, where you again get to interact with me for an hour or so and do the work. And if you are just at the basic level, don't want to do anything major with your life, Still, I would recommend go for a gratitude program, which is like the lowest uh, price point thing and have learn how to use gratitude in your life to see the magics or miracles which are already exist in your life. I think mm -hmm. that everyone should be doing is uh, to do that. Yeah. And uh, there is also a karmic guide, which is available where you can, you know, again, if you're not going for full-fledged astrology, if you can just know what skills you have brought from your past life and what new assignment you're going to, you have to learn in this life. Hmm. It will make accepting those challenges easier. And once you accept, then you can move forward and learn new things. I think the acceptance is something which the karmic guide brings. Yeah. Yeah. So all of this spiritual, 
metaphysical combined with coaching for people who are looking for coaching from a very holistic metaphysical spiritual perspective please please reach out to anu i will also be including her um page handle um in the show notes right so thank you anu thank you for coming to this episode and you know showing up and again you know opening yourself up to the world showing your whole journey and being you know vulnerable to this level where you could just talk about it so candidly right thank you once again thank you gaurav for having me loved it thank you so much thank you so i just wanted to let the audience also know that this is the month of august today i mean we are recording on 1st of august and it's going out tomorrow wednesday as it goes out um on 1st of september the price of ateps um goes up to 2.75 lakh for the next two months and then it goes up in december i think november yeah sorry then it goes up in november to 2.9 and then in jan next year to 3.3 so you would want to sign up for ateps for a lifetime access lifetime live coaching calls forever at 2.5 lakhs which is the present payment which is the present price okay so before 31st august make sure that you get inside ateps right so once again thank you all for watching this episode and of course people who are listening on spotify and apple podcast thank you so much i will see you in the next episode bye bye if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are willing to change your business and money reality head to my free coaching community on facebook called you are money link is in the show notes and do not forget to leave a review on spotify.com or apple podcast thank you so much